Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at bdon300. And today, I'm coming to you live from the Cheswick Practice Facility after NIU's Pro Day, and I'm joined with a couple of Huskies. To start it off, I'm joined by NIU former linebacker and NFL draft prospect Lance Devoe. Lance, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Today? Hey, so you got an opportunity to get out there in front of the scouts. You ran a 40. You did the bench press. There was a couple of the cone drills and then the defensive, like, lateral quickness and then footwork drills. How do you think you did out there today? Uh, overall, I think I did good. Uh, then hit some of the numbers I quite wanted in the weight room, but, you know, I didn't let it get to me once we got out here on the field. But uh, overall, I think I had a pretty solid day. Same mindset as you had out there on the field as a Husky, just get to the next play, keep it moving. And, and honestly, like, I think you look pretty fast out there in the 40s. I don't know what any of the times were, but these eyes don't lie. And my guy Lance was out there zooming. And, uh, too, you looked good. I don't know what these, these little, like, four-corner drills over here. And then the one drill that I, me and Ethan were talking about that would confuse the heck out of me is that uh, I think it's the three-cone drill where you do, like, the figure eight at the yeah, end. How are you train for that one, man? That one looks difficult. Uh, well, I mean, for that. Pretty sure most trainers tell the guys the same thing. It's kind of you know just kind of based on the steps. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, just kind of count out the steps and you know just try to get through it as smooth as possible. It's not really a drill where you know you kind of try to get through it fast. You know, you want to stay smooth, but at the same time, you know, the athletic ability to take over. So, and then I, I heard you listening, or I was listening when you were talking over with uh, <laughs> the other media members. Who do you have workouts uh, scheduled for for pre-draft before uh, this process kicks off? Uh, so I got an invite from the uh, Chicago Bears and then from the Miami Dolphins. So you know, I plan on going to both of those. And uh, right now, that's that's about it. I haven't talked to any of the scouts yet, so you know, those are only two I know of so far. Well, I won't keep you too long. I know there's a couple scouts floating out around here, but do you have, uh, you know, any shout outs to like your trainers or people that were helping you uh, through this last few months? Cause dude, I, I mean, we follow each other on Instagram and Twitter. You've been in the gym just about every minute of every day. And uh, just uh, also too a shout out to where you've been training at, and who you've been training with. Oh, uh, well, you know, I want to thank the Lord, you know, just for giving me this opportunity, uh, family, friends back at home. Uh, you know, NIU, the whole department, and then, uh, I was training out and performing out those guys, you know, getting ready for this first day. And then one final question, Lance, if I, all right, let's, let me put my hat on. I'm an NFL GM or I'm one of these scouts that you're going to talk to right after you're done talking to me. What do you bring to an NFL franchise that the next guy doesn't? Uh, I would say versatility, uh, physicality. And just effort, you know, uh, I played my career at linebacker, but, you know, I still feel like I'm good enough to move, like yeah. a safety. So, you know, I, I feel like I bring that versatility <laughs> where, you know, a team can be able to move me around and, you know, they're going to get my best effort every day because, you know, that's, that's just the type of guy I am. That's the type of work, work ethic that I have. Lance in the secondary is something that I don't think I've seen because I didn't get to watch you in high school, but I'm intrigued and excited to see how that would work out. Do you have any uh, uh, final words for our listeners ahead of next month's NFL draft? Uh, just, you know, appreciate the support from, you know, NIU and Husky Nation. And uh, hopefully, you know, these guys are putting in the work here, you know, to, to go win another match championship. Hey, if we're back in Detroit, I'll save I'll save some room on the trip up there. You can ride up there with me. Or actually, I don't know, man, you might be big baller by then. Yeah, so I, I, might, I might have to just meet up there with you and, and we'll get to rock and be. Yeah, I think uh, they got a good team coming back this year and, like we've talked about on air and off air, and you got everything right there in front of you and an opportunity to make the best of it. I wish you nothing but the best, Lance. And as always, uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you today and throughout you know your career here at NIU as well. Appreciate everything. Perfect. Roll dogs.
now that we just wrapped up with Lance DeVoe, we've moved to the special teams unit. We are with Legatron himself, Mr. Matt Ferentz. Matt, how do you think you did out there today in front of the scouts? Yeah, I thought it went well. Um, just, you know, did what I could to get a glimpse from the scouts and everything and just tried to, uh, you know, pique some interest. So we were talking about on the sideline. I'm like, I was like, I feel bad for Matt. He's just been trying to stay loose this whole time. It's like, but as I've seen you in practice, you're always moving, you're always kicking. What was it like during that period to try? Because you're like, this is the biggest day of your life, essentially, you know, trying to get to the NFL. What was it like trying to stay loose for that period of time? And then I saw when you came out here, all business as usual, just kicking them all the way down the field. Yeah, I mean, I just tried to, um, you know, essentially treat it like a game. Um, you know, I might have a punt and then not have another one for 20, 30 minutes. So, um, you know, a big part of – um, you know, performing well is just staying loose and staying mentally locked in and just try to uh, emulate a game as best I could today. And then where were you doing uh, your training at for this draft process? Were you training anywhere in specific? No, I was just mainly training back here in DeKalb. Um, I went to a couple camps down in Phoenix, Arizona, but, uh, you know, for most of the time I've, I've been here just training. Perfect. And then throughout this process, there's so many different things. You, see, you meet with scouts, you have a pro day. You get to talk to GMs and you get to talk to different people. If you were to talk to a GM right now and they're trying to pick between you and another punter, what would you say the reason to pick you is? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, uh, you know, having five years of experience playing in all types of weather and, you know, having won a couple of conference championships, um, you know, just being a great teammate, doing whatever I can to help the, help the defense get in the best position to, uh, you know, shut down the offense and, um, you know, just, just a hard worker that's ready to uh, compete. Yeah, I heard the Dolphins scout talking about that. Maddie, Maddie in Miami, that'd be a nice move. But yep. yeah, I mean, any opportunity is a great opportunity. Do you have any workouts scheduled here in the future, uh, the next few weeks? Uh, none currently, but uh, just hoping to keep working hard and you know, have an opportunity to talk about yourself. That opportunity should pop up for you. And honestly, man, it's been a pleasure watching you over the last few years. I know you're just, you know, you're the punter, but I mean, we've always given you your respect and you're one of the best punters that we've had here in the history of NIU. And I mean, I didn't see much on IU football before, so I'm going to just say the best punter I've seen, but I, uh, I look forward to seeing what that next step is in your career. Do you have any uh, final words for Husky Nation before you sign off one final time? Yeah, I mean, it's just been an awesome five-year experience. You know, I appreciate you and all the media for doing everything that you guys do. And you know, <laughs> the, the two or three coaching staffs that came through and all the coaches and teammates that, uh, that I've been able to, you know, compete with and uh, leave it out on the field with. So uh, just really grateful and, uh, you know, <laughs> also sad at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, dude, I just graduated this year and I'm like, I'm moving out of my apartment at the end of uh, the summer. And I'm just like, yeah, it's like, we, this is like the third time we've had to grow up. You know, you grow up when you leave middle school, high school, and then this is like, this is it. We're adults now. You're hopefully going to the NFL. I'm hopefully going to be covering it, and maybe we'll have another meeting at some point down the road. Perfect, Matt. Well, I appreciate you for taking the time. Like I said, great job out there today, and uh, I will be putting out uh, – I'm going to need some highlights from you because i got to put out a, a draft article about you, but I look forward to seeing how this process pans out, and uh, best of luck to you here in the future. Thank you very much, Brandon. Absolutely. Roll dogs. All right, everyone. We have moved to the offensive side of the ball. We are joined by longtime friend of the show, the Rat Dog himself, Mr. Clint Rakovich, after his stellar performance here at NIU Pro Day. Clint, how do you think you did out there in front of the scouts? I felt like I had a really good day, you know, able to show what I can do out there, you know, just so show how explosive I can be on the football field. 
And then leading up to this process, everyone, you know, they traveled where they train. They trained in different spots throughout the country. You usually go to a really nice gym and train amongst a bunch of other guys going after that same thing, which is this NFL draft. Uh, where were you training at? And were you training with some other uh, NFL caliber guys over there? Yeah, I was training out in Western PA, Newcastle. The name of the place was Grossetti Performance. Uh, Terry's the head guy there. You know, he's awesome. One of the coolest guys you'll ever meet. You can definitely tell he knows what he's talking about. Uh, I was training with guys from all over, a few guys from the MAC. Uh, we had some Toledo guys, Ball State, and then uh, just basically all over some Rutgers guys, Marshall, all over the place. Well, you were the king of the castle in, that, in the MAC room because, you know, was, you got the ring. You got the ring. But uh, other than that, I mean, you ran well. They had you running routes. I saw you running some wheel routes and stuff like that. Have you talked with NFL teams about – what type of role you will take on at the next level? Yeah, uh, some of them kind of saying uh, pretty much the same thing I did here at Northern, you know, Jack Paul traits, uh, kind of that hybrid running back, fullback type of player. See, and I think that's the perfect thing. It's like they're not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's like if this kid can just do a little bit of everything, let's keep it that way. Uh, I saw you talking a little bit with the Dolphins. I saw you working out a little bit uh, towards the end of the workout with the, with uh you said the Cowboys running back coach. What workouts do you have scheduled between now and the draft? Uh, or even, you know, like you said, a couple meetings, a couple Zoom calls, stuff like that. Yeah, so next week I'm planning on meeting with the Bears earlier during the week. And then next Friday uh, I got invited to the Green Bay Packers local day, so I'll head up there for that. Perfect. And you get to stay local for both of those. You don't have to go too far. Are you going back to Pennsylvania after today? or No, I'm going to head back home to Crete, Illinois. I'll okay. just uh, train out there and run out there. So you, oh, your local gym is going to be like, look at this guy. This guy <laughs> left when he left high school. He was just a little guy, and now he's the big man on campus. Uh, but as far as this process goes, do you have, you know, any shout-outs to make? Any, any um, you know, because I saw you had a couple guys from Western today. I saw you in the gritty. I was like, <laughs> I was like a couple of Quince buddies right here. But do you have any, like, shout-outs or people to thank uh, that have helped you get to the position that you're in right now where you're on the brink of being in the NFL? Yeah, first off, just want to thank God. You know, everything runs through him things possible through him I wouldn't be where I'm at today without him uh, I gotta thank my family you know they're all loving supporting uh, my brother you know he's my ride or die I've been with him since day one you know he helped me through all this I uh, gotta give a shout out to my girlfriend Emily uh, you know she I love her she loves me she's helped she's there for me every step of the way uh, wedding coming soon <laughs> just putting that out there I know Emily will hear this so <laughs> uh, and then I gotta give a shout out to the guys at Grossetti you know, yeah. uh, those guys are awesome. Trainers are awesome. And then can't forget about NIU. Yeah. Mean, they provided me the platform to, you know, show what I can do on the football field. Love all the coaches. You know, it's, I love all the players. It's a true family. here. Everyone who's part of NIU has, you know, helped me get to where I am today. Yeah, and I mean, of all of all the people that we've had on the show, you're one of the, like, newest members of the team. And, like, honestly, I, you feel like a brother to me. Like, I remember running down on the field and just giving you, like, the biggest hug after you guys won the championship, all that. So, like, seeing you out there perform as well as you did and then hearing that, you know, the NFL is, is you know, has that same buzz about you, I'm really excited to see what step is next. And I'm excited uh, – to see what Rakovich jersey I'm going to be getting next year, to say the least. But uh, uh, with that being said, do you have any uh, final thoughts for uh, for Husky Nation as you sign off one last time as a Husky? Uh, just excited for this next year. Yeah. Uh, I think the Huskies are looking good. It came out to some practices and uh, pumped up. Rockies, you know, throwing the ball out there, looking really good. I think the offense is good, and I think the defense took a good step up. So it's going to be awesome to watch the Huskies this year.
Yeah, and I was going to say, I talked to Rock last week. He hasn't replaced your spots yet in the, in the house. He said it might be an all-quarterback house after this year with Liam. I was like, they're going to have Liam running so many routes. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, the dogs will roll forever. And, uh, I mean, honestly, as an NIU fan, as someone who's, who covers the team, forever thankful for what you've, you know, just one year, what you did in one year. There'll be a statue on top of this building when I have, when I have my uh, say in it. But uh, with that being said, man, Clint, absolutely appreciate everything you've done for the show and for the program over the last year and uh best of luck to you as well as roll dogs roll dogs roll dogs baby all right everyone we're staying on the offensive side of the ball friend of the program former classmate of mine a guy that has you know so many yards quite a few touchdowns in his career at niu and he's back on campus today he was able to participate uh, in a limited in a limited fashion in the pro day niu former wide receiver tyrese ritchie ty how are you today man doing great you Doing good, man. It's a perfect day to be out here. Uh, luckily, this thing wasn't outside because it's kind of kind of bad out. But mm-hmm. it, it was a nice day to see our guys, our seniors, yourself included, out here in front of the NFL scouts with an opportunity to prove what value they could be to an NFL franchise. I'll ask you first, it, let's say I'm an NFL GM or a scout. What would you say separates yourself from, like, another a different receiver in the, in the draft or in the free agency process? Yeah, my confidence. Uh... I mean, you gotta have confidence. That's, that should be your number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything else is gonna come into play. Um, I know I can run, catch, do everything. So it's like, just like to me, it's just my confidence for real. Just um, make sure I believe in myself before no, not, not anybody else. So. And then your process was a little different for Husky fans. Husky fans, if you don't remember, Tyrese had a bad injury towards the end of last season. So it wasn't all, you know, fun and games in the offseason. You had to do a rehab process. And then, you know, this is your final year at NIU. So you had to get ready for the NFL draft. And there was, you know, no extra year that you could push it back on. What has that process been like? And, you know, I see you walking around. You're moving around fine. Uh, are you fully recovered from that injury as well? Uh, I want to say, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I'm, like if I'm, you had to play a game tomorrow, could you play a game tomorrow? Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna find a way. Like that's why, I, that's why I can't deny you. It was the hard way, you know. So yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I'm gonna find a way to get the job done and just be there for my team. I'm just trying to get back on the field and do what I do. Exactly, and honestly, dude, I miss, I miss watching you. We could have used you down the stretch in the bowl game and in the MAC championship. It would have been nice to have you out there. But um, you talked a little bit before we started. So what um. What workouts and do you have scheduled? And what teams have you talked to about getting workouts and, and meetings scheduled with? Uh, a few um, Green Bay and the Bears uh, right now. Um, no, I think you said the Lions too, right? Yeah, I, I recently just talked to Adam. So. Oh, today, nice, nice, perfect. So, a couple of the local teams, the NFC North, Tyrese. We can't we can't get you to the warm weather quite yet, but you it's know. Cool, Hey, wherever the opportunity the prevents itself, right? And I mean, you have a you have a pretty good history playing up there in Detroit too at Ford Field. Uh, a couple other things. So one one thing that uh, I always ask people in this because you know there's a lot of people that have helped you out get to this point in your career. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give any thanks to you know family members, yeah. old coaches, teammates, anybody like that that's helped you get to the the point to where you're right at the tip of being in the NFL? Yeah. First, I'm going to thank my mom, just my immediate family, uh, you know, uh, my coaching staff here at NIU, uh, my coaches back at home, um, Coach Forney, um, also um, Coach Carey, also. That's what I was training with over this time. Uh, this, um, 
program's called Win Performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is that a local company here yeah, in Chicago? Yeah. It's over there on Waukegan. Oh, nice, I nice. Mean, uh, yeah, I just want to thank all of them being in my corner. Uh, yeah, man, it's been a journey, so. It has. Have you uh have you had words with Trayvon and what in what state that you want the program to be in at the receiver position going forward? Um I, I haven't had a chance to talk to him for real. I was just gonna let them, you know, in the spring. Do your thing, yeah. yeah, but that's my cousin, so we already have like a relationship. I'm I'm gonna get the chance to talk to him before like a first game. So but he know what to do. He knows just to put his head down to work. Absolutely. Uh, Never, never get cocky. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so you got to be humble. Uh, just be hungry. Never get complacent. So stay ready, so you don't got to get ready. Right. One final one. Uh, as you have played your last and final snap for the Huskies, this will be the last time signing off for this podcast as a Husky player. Do you have any final words for Husky Nation for your uh, career here as an NIU Husky football player? Uh, I love NIU, man. Uh, everything about it, for real. I just want to really thank the coaches there, especially Coach Hammond. Yeah. Like, you know, like he was new when I came in. Like, everybody was new. I didn't know what to expect because like, yeah. Coach Carey left. And it was just like, the guy that recruited you left, so, you know, yeah, so, so now you got a new staff. It was new. So I just want to thank Coach Hammond and the coaches that were believing it. Like, you know, so yeah. I haven't seen a lot of guys come here when I first started and they're not here no more. So it's just like, oh, it's yeah. And you stayed and you trusted the process. And I don't know if, if you yeah. listen to the show, but we said on it a few years ago, those who stay will be champions. Yeah. And it's crazy that you say that. Because I remember that. Like, that's the only thing like I remember him really, like, seeing. Like, yeah. Like, after that old six season, and that was, I'm like, all right, it got to get better. Yeah. You, you know? can't get any worse, right? You know, it got to get better. Yeah. Like, that was just my main thing. So I just came back. Like, I'm seeing so many guys transfer and all that. That's cool and whatever, but that was just me. Like, I've been loyal to NIU since high school. And then, yeah, you had I the whole JUCO and, and I came, came right back. back. Like, yeah. This is what I wanted to be. Like, but Coach Hammond to keep me here and leaving me, that, that, was, that was big to me. Like, See, that 0 and 6 didn't define who we were. Was. We was young, but yeah. shake back and won the match championships. That's that, that's that storybook type ending for a very good career here for yourself. Even Clint, who was only here for a year, yeah, Matt Ferentz right. leaves here as one of the best punters. And then, too, Lance. Lance will be missed, but luckily for us, we get Kyle back this year. So, and I think they're similar players. But yeah, I think all four of you guys have a great opportunity to get signed here at the NFL level and, and play here professionally moving up. But uh, with that being said, man, Tyrese, it was a pleasure uh, sharing a classroom with you, watching you play, watching you grow as a football player. And I look forward to seeing what that next step is for you. And I look forward to covering it as well. But with that being said, uh, this will be the end of the interview portion of the episode. And then on the other side of the episode, I'll be breaking down today's performances and numbers as they are sent to me officially, because I can't hand time for these like the scouts, but uh, I want to thank Tyrese. Thank you again for, uh, for joining me. And like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where you land next. So with that being said, roll dogs. All right, everyone. Now that we've wrapped up the interview portion of the show, we are going to break down the numbers, the teams, the players talk to, and just uh, overall podcast stuff. Uh, it has been a while since we've been, aside from last week, it has been a while since I've had a solo portion on the show. It would be uh, all the way back to the Cure Bowl recap, which, by the way, you guys are the best <laughs> listener group of uh, podcast listeners that I've seen in a while because I like... 
I hadn't checked the stats or the numbers on episodes because I hadn't put one out until last week when I put the episode out of Jordan Rocky. And that episode had so many listens. So I'm appreciative of that. Uh, long off season, but a lot going on. Uh, my life, football, all in all in my life, football, all in all, just a whole bunch of stuff going on. But I was able to get out to the pro day. Like you guys heard at the beginning of the episode, I was able to talk to all four of our guys. They all performed performed very well. Um, Tyrese had limited participation, obviously, with his injury only being six months ago. So to see that he was even able to participate in the bench press, and he told me after uh, that he was able to get 12 reps, was some impressive stuff. Uh, obviously, he wasn't able to do any of the running, uh, none of the routes, didn't get to do the 40 or any of that stuff. But Tyrese will be at Chicago Bears uh, Rookie Pro Day next week. And he also has workouts scheduled with the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. So phenomenal, phenomenal career from Tyrese Ritchie. One of my favorite players. Uh, one of the first people that I remember when I first came to campus that I had a class with, uh, I think it was sports management, intro to sports management, who ironically, our teacher was the guy who helped me get um, in touch with Donna and, and Joe Summons at the time, who's no longer with NIU. Uh, I forgot exactly what he moved on to do, but did not get a chance to give him a proper send off. That guy, Joe Summons, helped me a lot uh, in the very early days and even until his last days at NIU with coordinating guests and, and all sorts of stuff. So that's another guy that I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to at the end of the season, but Professor Swoka was our teacher and uh, I had Tyrese Ritchie in my class. He sat like, I think like two people behind me. So, and another funny Tyrese Ritchie story too. I think my most memorable Tyrese Ritchie moment. Um, and I was talking about this with Eddie Carifio from the daily Chronicle uh, up at pro day. Cause he remembers it. Cause he was up there, but my very first game uh, in the press box, obviously I don't know the, the do's and don'ts and the oohs and the ahs of being in a professional work area, obviously, because I didn't even know the podcast at the time. It was the Western Michigan game and Tyrese Ritchie broke off would have been like a 73 yarder. He like rolled over this guy's back and, and took the ball to the house. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like in the press box going like, let's go, let's go. And uh, yeah, I'm just getting like stares and all that stuff. And I even got a chance to talk to Ty about that. I told him about that after the fact, because I've seen him around campus multiple times and just had opportunities to talk with him after games and stuff. So Tyrese Ritchie, uh, someone that I'm going to miss a lot on this campus and, and as an NIU football player, but someone that helped that receiver room grow immensely and I look forward to seeing where that next move is. And I look forward to seeing him back at 100% because that's a guy who belongs in the NFL. Just got to wait and see where that opportunity is going to present itself. Next up, Matt Ferentz. Uh, Matt, did, obviously being the punter, he didn't really need to do many of the other drills that the players were doing. Matt was able to punt in front of everyone at the end of the pro day. And I did see him actually talking with uh, – with the Dolphins scout a little bit at the end, uh, right before I was able to interview him, Matt Ferentz, all Mac punter, all NIU guy. I mean, one of the, one of the best guys that you could have on your football team. He's a blue guy. He's a great teammate. He's a smart kid. He has a great head on his shoulders and Matt will be headed to the Chicago bears 
uh, Rookie Pro Day next week. And if, for our Bears fans, for, for our crossover listeners that are Huskies fans and Bears fans as well, you all know the Bears cut ties with Pat O'Donnell and Pat O'Donnell signed with the Green Bay Packers. So there is an open punt spot for Matt Ferentz to potentially have an opportunity to play for the Chicago Bears. And that would be amazing. I would love every single bit of that, uh, you know, considering I've been able to watch him for the last three years, do his thing, help the defense out with the field position battle and really flip the field in situations where the offense wasn't able to get it done. So, like I said, great guy and someone that in my eyes, regardless of position, is a Husky legend and, and should be remembered for all the great things that he did on this campus two-time Mac champion, Matt Ferentz, one of my favorite uh, guests that we had on the show. First season, too, one of our one of our very first uh, guests, because I rem- if you guys all remember, uh, we started with Treshawn Foster, McKelty Williams, those kind of guys, and then just kind of went to the newer players. Obviously, those guys were going through their NFL draft uh, process at the time, and and then obviously, you know, we meet, I meet Braden, and I meet Matt Ferentz, and Nick Rattine, and Brett Bosett, and the rest is history. We're We're now on season four and uh, it's a great time to be a Husky, but these last two guys uh, we'll start with Lance. Both had an opportunity to run through pretty much every single drill. They were able to compete in all three drills behind closed doors. So the bench press, uh, the vertical jump, and I believe the broad jump as well. And they tested well. So, and Lance also, he did the 40, the defensive, you know, positional drills where you're, you're dropping and you're, and you're, you know, you're let, you're, you're proving your lateral quickness and you're making moves on, you know, the spot on the drop of a hat to go and pick a ball off or do something of that nature. But Lance, uh, I did not get an official bench press um, number for Lance, but Lance was able to record a 4.75 second 40. Uh, Lance was also able to post a nine uh, point 10 foot broad jump, a 4.48 second shuttle run, and a 7.4 second, 7.48 second three cone time. So Lance proved that the quickness on the tape that he had at the college level was no fluke. And Lance is a thumper. I mean, Lance is a hard hitter. He's a real cerebral linebacker. He's one of the smartest players on the field at all times. He always knows where to be. He always finds his way around the football and around the ball carrier. And I expect that to translate over to the NFL. Lance has an opportunity to work out for the Miami Dolphins, which for you guys, for those of you guys that know, Lance is from Southern Florida. So that's, that's essentially his local team. And then he gets an opportunity to work out for, our Chicago Bears up here is his uh, second home, his second local team. And to be honest, Lance is one of my best friends on the team. I guess you would say that that I've been able to have class with and and just really get to know who Lance is, not only for what he does on the field, but for who Lance is off the field. And same sentiment that I have for Lance, I you know, or the same sen- sentiment that I had for Matt Ferentz and that I had for Tyrese Richie, I have for Lance. Um, stand-up guy, super smart football player, super smart in the classroom too. I had Lance uh, this last semester in in one of my sport management classes, me, Lance Braden, and Kyle Pugh. I mean, what a squad that was. Uh, always talking about, you know, the, la- the last weekend's game, the next weekend's game uh, on our 15-minute break because we had like a two-hour class. So uh, those are the things that, uh, you know, obviously – 
outside of being able to do the podcast and still have that relationship and still be able to give you guys the coverage. Those are the things that I'll miss the most, uh, you know, having class with the guys a weekend after they just beat Toledo or after they just beat Kent state to win the Mac championship. Those are the type of memories that, that I'll have. But from Lance, I would say, uh, just always, always giving me the time of day, for an interview because we talked to Lance a lot this year Lance in, in press conferences I talked with Lance a lot and we had Lance on the show a lot I wish uh I wish I was able to get him an NIL deal or, or, or able to hook him up with Fatty so we could do a live show with Lance but that is someone that belongs in the NFL uh he looked actually really really fit not to say that he wasn't in, in um great shape when he left the program but you'll see when someone leaves the the college ranks to prepare for the NFL draft, their body goes through a transformation. And you could tell that from Lance, he looked very fast out on the field and he, yeah, I think he did his thing. And, and whether it's draft outright or, or UDFA, I think you're going to be seeing Lance DeVoe in the preseason. And I was not able to snag a pick with Lance at the end. So I gotta, I gotta get out to his first game and you too, Matt Ferentz, Matt Ferentz, I gotta get out to his first preseason game. Uh, Cause I was not able to snag a pick with either of them uh, before the end of the pro day, but last and certainly not least Clint Rakovich. Um, another one, you know, I, I'll say another one of my best friends in the program. You'd be like, How many best friends do you have? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like all of them, like pretty much all the guys always show love at all times. And, and have always helped me out and no matter which way my career goes and, and we'll get into what's going on with me uh, when we're done talking about football, because I'm the lesser important of all the factors about this episode. Um, it's just been a really great time to, to practice my craft and, and to learn the ropes my own way and build those relationships to, you know, it's like, and we'll get to Braden here in a little bit, but I was talking to Braden and he's down at camp and, and I look forward to seeing him play in the USFL. That's one of my favorite things about covering college football, whether it's Northern Illinois or Notre Dame or, or even just, you know, those people that you see on other teams that you don't root for, that you may not have a rooting interest for, but you just like the way that they play and you look forward to seeing them at the NFL, having that personal relationship with these guys makes it mean that much more. And like, I, as much as I always talk about, I break the bank doing stuff uh, to support the podcast and I have so much fun doing it. So depending on where preseason games are at and where opportunities are for these guys, like I look forward to trying to get out and see these guys uh, in the NFL uniforms and, and fighting for their dreams to get onto an NFL roster. But we cannot speak lightly of the performance that Clint Rakovich had yesterday at pro day. And for those of you that all know, like he was a huge contributor to our team, having the ability to win a Mac championship this year. And obviously one person doesn't win a championship, but Clint was everything that we needed him to be. And I think that he's going to be everything that an NFL team needs him to be as well. Clint like bananas. He, he ran a four, six, four in the 40, which at the fullback position at his weight, I want to say he told me he was about 235 um, at pro day. And he looked at like he, yeah, I don't know. Clint, Clint was big when he left, uh, like he was swole when he left 
you know, the cure bowl when I saw him walking out and, you know, obviously throughout the entire season, you know, he kept that same form because Clint is, is all about the nutrition. He's all about keeping his body right. And he's all about working out. So if you know anything about Clint, you know, that his body's always going to be in tip top shape. And from only knowing him for a year, this was by far the best shape that I've seen Clint in. So four, six, four on the 40, he finished with 31 reps of 225 pounds. Okay. So for me to put that into perspective for, for the listeners, the number one player, not running back, the number one player at the NFL combine had 32 and that was Zion Johnson, a guard from Boston college. So Clint's strength is definitely a strong suit rolling into the NFL draft and the signing period after that. And Clint will be working out for the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. And then I believe he told me off air he has a Zoom call uh, with the New York Jets. And then I saw during the workout, he spent extensive time with the Miami Dolphins scout and the Dallas Cowboys scout. Um, of the group, I think Clint is probably the highly, the most highly sought after prospect. And I do believe that no matter which way you cut it, Clint will, will either be the first person off the board or that first phone call uh, after the draft will probably go to Clint, but who knows? None of that's important. At the end of the day, all I want to see is these four guys get the opportunity to play in the NFL. And, you know, if, if it doesn't shake out in the NFL, the USFL and the XFL are great opportunities and I'll get to, now we'll get to the USFL. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Braden Patton did not participate in the NIU pro day. He participated in the Miami of Ohio pro day, uh, which is where his father is a offensive line coach at. And he was training uh, similar to Clint and similar to Matt and, and Tyrese and, and Lance. So he was training at a facility uh, for, I guess you would just say what his next move was, but Braden Patton, uh, my captain, our, our guy, friend of the program and, and fatty sponsored athlete uh, will be starting up in the next few weeks with the Pittsburgh Maulers. And from what I heard from Rocky and from what I heard from Braden, uh, we could probably expect to see him in the starting lineup as early as week one. So obviously nothing is set in stone and, and all these things are probably kept close to the vest because these are all brand new organizations. Nobody has game film on anyone. So that first week could be a crapshoot. It is going to be fun football to watch. And I don't think it'll matter too much for our guy, Braden Patton, because all he has to do is make sure he gets his snaps off and he smashes the guy's face in front of him. And I look forward to seeing him do that. And he'll be, well, Braden will be the first one that plays because his season starts before the NFL. But with the USFL, as someone who's worked in sports management, I've, I've worked with the CFL, I've worked with the AAF, all of the arena leagues, the XFL, you name it. I know that Braden is a dime a dozen right now in that league because there's not a lot of guys like Braden that are essentially like a rookie. They would be a rookie in the NFL as well that took the opportunity to go play in a league like that. So 
what Braden's going to have the ability to do over those guys in turn, because a lot of those guys are 26, 27, 28, 29, eh, maybe not 29, but those guys are three, you know, two, three, four years removed from college. If it comes down to a center from another team that's a few years older, that, that may have a little bit more mileage or maybe another injury, they're more likely to go with Braden in that situation. And playing in, in a league like the USFL, obviously Braden, if he balls out, will get that call to, to come and play in the NFL. So one step at a time, I know Braden is thinking the same way. Like he's probably just focused on winning that first football game and the rest will take care of itself. That's another guy that, you know, we're rooting for and we'll get the coverage out um, maybe just on a gamely basis, uh, just to kind of, or a week, we'll say a weekly basis. And maybe it'll be like a Husky minute in the USFL to, to keep up with what the Huskies that are currently in the USFL. Cause I think there's about former Huskies that are about three, uh, see what they're up to and, and how their games and the results from their games went. But, but in total, there was 11 NFL teams that attended the pro day, the Chicago bears, the green Bay Packers, the Detroit lions, the Miami dolphins, the Cleveland Browns, the New York jets, the San Francisco 49ers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Carolina Panthers, the New York giants and the Tennessee Titans. Um, yeah, it was a wild day. I will say, and I did not get to say, uh, I'll say my two favorite memories from Clint and Braden, because I did not get a chance to say that, but Clint, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier on the show, but hundred percent, um, I'm like getting down to field level. And I talked about this, uh, at the Mac champ or for the Mac championship episode, because like, obviously <laughs> if I've, I, I'm newer to this. I've never been in that situation to get down to field level to like document or just like see the celebration. And I'm like, I'm like walking down the tunnel that like the, the players come out, like that I've seen the bears come out of on Thanksgiving that I got to see NIU come out of for the Mac championship, all that stuff. And I'm walking down the tunnel and like the first person I see is, is Clint in that tunnel. And like, obviously you guys all know, like I, I, I cover the team, but I'm still a fan of the team. I want the success as much as the players do, as much as the coaches do, and as much as the listeners do. And I just, like, remember seeing him, and we both just, like, ran at each other and gave each other, like, the biggest hug. And I'm just like, you guys fucking did it, bro. Excuse my French. I never swear on this podcast. But, like, it was, it was one of those moments that you're just like, damn, bro. Like, I cannot believe that against all odds, they were able to go out there and get the championship. And then Braden, I mean, that's a guy that I go back. We've had Braden on this show as, as long as two years ago, I would say a little bit over two years ago. Uh, I've had class with Braden, group projects with Braden, all sorts of stuff. But I would have to say um, my favorite memory from Braden, and this is, you know, after, after, um, the Mac championship. And like you guys know, like from that episode, I was telling you guys, I was like, let's say there's kind of a gray area, but I guess you would say it's, it's different because classmate, friend, whatever you want to call it. But after um, the championship, you know, I left Detroit that night. I didn't have plans on leaving Detroit. Obviously I always stay that extra day or like the day after the event, because 
I want to be able to do the podcast or write the article or do whatever I have to do. But I, that was not in the plans. Uh, I was called back by several of um, friends, family members, a couple teammates, Braden in specific. I remember him telling me like, yeah, bro, you got to come back. We're celebrating tonight. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm down. Like, let me go get two bang energies, smack them together like Stone Cold Steve Austin and get this five hour drive out. And uh, I posted the picture, I think on my Twitter and on my Facebook, but I just remember uh, getting to, it was, I believe it was Molly's just to have a couple of drinks and just see the guys after the championship. And I just remember Braden, when he saw me, he like, he's like, dude, hold on one second. And he like runs, he runs like away, not like runs, but like he like, he goes off in the distance and he comes back and it's just the Mac championship trophy. And I'm like, and he, I'm like, you're going to let me hold it. And he's like, absolutely, bro. He's like, he's like, hold this real quick. I'm just like, I held it for a second. It was like, obviously I didn't play. So it's not like that feeling that they had when they got to hold the trophy where it's like the blood, sweat and tears were in it. But it was just like, at that moment, I was just like, I remember they told me on the pregame show, cause I had all four of them in there before the championship. And I think it was Liam that said it. He's like, he's like, yeah, bro, we'll pass you the trophy. And I'm like, I'm not even thinking about that when I'm down on the field. Like I'm trying to get videos of the guys and, and take pictures and all that stuff. <laughs> then first thing, you know, when I get out to see the guys after uh, the championship, he runs at me, he gets a picture of me with the trophy. And, and that's something that I'll always remember, but yeah, overall, uh, great memories with this class, with this senior class. And it's just different here. Um, it's going to be tough when I actually have to give up the podcast because my career takes me in that direction, but a little bit of life stuff. Um, I've experienced a couple of losses. I lost my grandfather, uh, since I would say the last time we had a solo portion of the show, my first real speech out of college was actually his eulogy. And, um, I think things like the show and, and like giving interviews and, and speaking, you know, in front of an audience for my ability to have the strength to go out there and, um, you know, send him off the right way with the right words and in front of my family. And it was tough. I was, I was definitely not able to hold back all the tears, but yeah, I, I did lose him. And then I lost, um, I lost a former teammate of mine, a football player that I used to play with. And for those of you guys that, that know, I played semi-pro, which this is like after high school while I was going to like community college and maybe even as late as my first semester at NIU. And um, it's a sad, sad story. I uh, lost him probably within the same week that I lost my grandpa. And he has three daughters, phenomenal football player, phenomenal kid. And uh, it was just a, a tough time. I went through just kind of like a dark, I don't know, I guess you would say just like a dark period where I wasn't really like posting or creating content or, or articles or podcasts or anything like that, but just a weird time. But um, another update, my mom, for those of you guys that stayed posted last year with everything that was going on with my mom, I know you, or you'll know that she is, you know, still currently battling cancer, but she is no longer doing chemotherapy. She's not done with treatment it has moved to a different type of therapy, which is immunotherapy. But 
her hair is growing back like no other. Like every time I see her, it's growing back quicker and quicker. And uh, she's uh, she's a rock star, and she she definitely misses some Husky football in her life. And uh, she keeps trying to get me to get my dog like a uh, a Husky dog outfit. So if anyone knows where to get one of those, DMs for the show are always open. Please send me a link so I can get my dog some Husky gear. But uh, the biggest news, I guess, if you will, um, I'm, I was able to land a new job. And, well, I wouldn't say a new job because it's with some old friends, but I interned with the Kane County Cougars last summer, the minor league baseball team over in Geneva. I was once a, a proud member of the Aussie Reading Club when I was a kid, so I used to always go to their games. Um, and then the intern, you know, we had uh, the – the guy from the Cougars pop up in classes in the sports management classes, promoting the internships. And eventually towards my last semester, I needed an internship credit and I wanted to take one less class in the fall. And they supplemented the podcast and Huskies on tap as that final credit for me to graduate. But I did the summer internship with the King County Cougars. And during that internship, I did a couple extra things, which included operating the camera to film the games. And for my undergrad degree, I got a communication series. So I did a lot of camera work. So I'm pretty talented with the camera. I like being on the other side of the camera, uh, the one, you know, where all the attention is on, where, you know, I'm doing the interview or, you know, I'm, I'm doing the, the talking head where I'm just, you know, you know, giving you an update on what happened, but I'm going to have the opportunity to be the full-time in-game camera operator for the King County Cougars this, this summer. And uh, for all the home games, probably a couple other opportunities to do like video edits and and other stuff but um you know they they reached out to me via linkedin and shout out my guy andy uh someone that i i worked with last summer another niu grad and i think that's i guess where i'm going with this is all not everyone but i want to say like five of the nine people in the production crew are all niu grads and that's like something that we all had in common. And I think like me being an NIU guy helped them in that process. Think of me like, Hey, maybe we should reach out to Brandon to see if he'd be interested in come back this summer to do, you know, not the internship, but the actual camera operation. So I look forward to the summer out at the ballpark. I get to work with Bill Baker again this summer, uh, you know, our NI, NIU uh, radio guy. So me and him will be talking a lot of football uh, in those, you know, those when we pass each other in the hall or whenever, whenever I get a chance to see Bill. But yeah, I'm really, really excited for that opportunity. And I still will work at the restaurant on the side to make extra money. to keep the two jobs flowing and, keep the podcast going. Um, as I stated earlier on the show, I will be doing individual draft profiles for all four of our players. And then I'm going to work on something a little bit different for Braden. I'll probably still do a draft profile just because, you know, why not just to have it out there? Cause maybe one day someone will look up Braden and maybe a scout or something and they'll see that article and they'll see his tape or whatever, like those type of things matter. So I'll get those things out, but Another phenomenal event. Um, thank you to all of the guests that we had on today's show. And thank you to all the listeners for listening to another episode of Huskies on Tap. I really look forward to this next month uh, getting out these articles and and just getting 
you know, the information out to the fans to figure out where the next steps for our former Huskies are. But other than that, I got nothing else for you guys. I really do appreciate you all for listening and we will be back. I'm not going to throw a date on it, but it will probably be a little bit before the draft. And if it's not before the draft, it will be immediately thereafter, but stay tuned because a lot of the content over the next month will be written Get to our website, uh, www.ontapsportsnet.com. Most, if not all, articles will have some crossover where they'll either be in the college tab or the NFL tab. Maybe they'll even be in both. But I look forward to working on this, I guess you you would say, project, something I take a lot of pride in. Uh, My draft coverage is something that one of the first things that I did here at ONTAP, my first article ever I remember was the Bears to draft Daryl Henderson piece. So that's neither here nor there, but I look forward to getting back on the microphone, talking with you guys. And I look forward to covering this draft process for our former Huskies. With that being said, you can follow us at Huskies on tap. Follow me at B down 300, but I got nothing else for you guys and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drink of living lavish in the kitchen with magic. I got drink of living lavish in the kitchen with magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Toy put me over, coming with it. The, they took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in heart away.